Hello and welcome to Just the Facts. This is your host, Tasha Bryant. Um, I do hope you guys are having a great day. Um, like most of you, I tuned in today and watched the monumentous occasion and uh, tuned in to the inauguration of our 46th president, uh, Joseph R. Biden Jr., and our first uh, woman and uh, Black and South Asian uh, vice president, Kamala Harris. Um, as an HBCU grad myself, I, my heart uh, swells with pride um, as I see uh, this amazing woman and this amazing man uh, moving forward um, in unity um, to bring our country um, back from the, you know, from the brinks, so, so to speak, um, with the election of, uh, president Biden and vice president Harris. Um, I am just excited because I see that America has rejected, uh, fascism. They've rejected authoritarianism, uh, white, white supremacy, dictatorship. I mean, we rejected it all and we came so close, um, to losing our precious democracy. Um, and um, it's just amazing to see that two weeks ago, we were uh, glued to our television screens watching an, a, a failed attempted coup. Um, and now we're sitting here watching the installation of uh, a, democratically, a democratically elected president in the most secure election in our nation's history. Um, a lot of people were irritated uh, that Trump didn't show up and didn't really participate in the normal norms for the um outward expression of the peaceful transfer of power. I, however, wasn't really that angry about it simply because Trump has been such a pulverizing, bombastic um, figure in America. Um, and he stood for, he stands for everything that we as a country were rejecting. Um, so, I mean, I don't really see that him being there would have been good. I think it would have probably antagonized him and could have caused uh, disruptions that were unnecessary at an absolutely flawless uh, e inauguration, considering, um, you know, the the pandemic and all the security threats, um, you know, having to have 20,000 um you know, soldiers, more soldiers were deployed to DC than are in Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, the fact that we've even come to that point is just, uh, unbelievable in and of itself. Um, but we had an incredible peaceful event. It was very meaningful. It was very beautiful. I, I loved that, uh, president Biden stated that he was going to uh, continue the theme that he's been saying throughout his entire campaign, that he's going to be the president for all of us, not just the people who voted for him, but for everybody. And that we need to stop this. Um, uh, what did he say? He said something to the effect we need to stop this um, un uncivil civil war uh, that's happening, uh, that's predicated based on color lines, uh, you know, based on red states and blue states and all this foolishness. We are one country um, and we all need to move as such. Um, so I, 
I loved um, the fact that he made a point of making that address and making a plea for unity. I, you know, will be honest. I want to be optimistic that unity is something that can take place, but um, unity, in my humble opinion, cannot take place until we have accountability um, for said actions. So that means accountability for Trump uh, and accountability for Senator Hawley and accountability for Senator Cruz and accountability for anybody else who participated in the failed coup and the uh, uh, sedition against America. Um, that cannot be something that is left um, unanswered. Um, so I am very much looking forward to uh, the investigations and looking forward to um, people who are in the members of Congress and the members of the Senate who participated in their expulsion and subsequent um, charges brought against them for the roles that they have uh, that they played. Um, but I I absolutely loved um, everything that uh, Biden had to say and how they put everything um, together. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting is on Trump's way out, because he, of course, didn't participate in the inauguration and left Washington very early uh, in in the morning and didn't, you know, participate in meeting the new president, the first lady, or greeting them, bringing them into the White House, having dinner with them or lunch, uh, showing them around the White House. Uh, none of that took place. Um, but he did state on his farewell to the reporters that he is going to create his own party called the Patriot Party. Um, for me as a Democrat, that was definitely good news because inevitably he's going to become a spoiler. Um, and what I mean by that is, um, during the election of, or the campaign rather of, uh, George Bush and Al Gore, there was a candidate from the green party, um, called Ralph Nader and Ralph Nader was a very pulverizing figure. Um, and a lot of his ideas were very appealing and, um, very similar to those of Senator Sanders. Um, and what happened was his ideologies and viewpoints split the democratic party so that he was able to siphon off enough votes, not enough votes to actually win and be a serious contender, but he was able to siphon off enough votes from Gore that it inadvertently placed Bush in office. Among other things, there was other uh, factors, most definitely, because um, that election was very famous for all of the issues that they had in um, Florida. But we don't necessarily need to dive into that. But um, Nader became a spoiler candidate. And because of those votes that could have gone to Al Gore went to Nader, um, it caused a split. And then Bush was able to get into office. And that's exactly what will happen on the flip side with the Patriot Party with Trump. Um, because Trump, right now, the Republican Party is basically having a lot of infighting. You have finally people like uh, Mitch McConnell who have finally, um, you know, on the floor of the Senate publicly rebuked him and said that, uh, you know, he stated that he supported the efforts that were happening um, 
in Congress for the impeachment because uh, they needed to purge Trump from their party. Um, So you have two sides of the Republican Party where you have a traditional Republican conservative, someone like when I think of a traditional conservative, I think about people like Ronald Reagan or uh, the 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 late uh, Senator John McCain or more recently currently serving uh, Mitt Romney. These are traditional Republicans with traditional conservatism. And then you have the fringe unit of the Trumpers is what I've always called them because I felt like we've been kind of functioning in a three-party situation for a while now. So you have these fringe uh, Trump supporters who have been radicalized, who are all for anything and everything Trump. And those are the people that are going to go with him. So inevitably what's going to happen is he's going to come in with his rhetoric He's going to pull those votes from the traditional GOP, which is going to open up the door for Democrats to be elected, you know, in Congress or in the Senate or on the local level, dealing with governors and and mayors. It's going to he's going to inadvertently put the liberals in power in greater numbers because of his spoiler party. So we'll have to see if he follows through with uh, the party and what actually transpires based on that. But I'm definitely not surprised um, that this is the way that he is going because he feels scorned um, and he's very angry because he feels like, like he really believes the lies that Rudy Giuliani and the, my pillow guy and, you know, all of these people around him have been, pushing all these lies and conspiracy theories. So he really believes that there was an actual wrong done to him. And he's really angry that the Republicans didn't stick by him and didn't subvert uh, democracy and didn't uh, trample all over uh, the Constitution, right? Um, So he is a very vindictive and a very petty person. So it really doesn't surprise me that this has taken place. However, that's where, where we are. So I'm just happy that we were able to, um, watch the inauguration, watch, um, our country, um, you know, come back from the brinks of despair. Um, I do not envy the job that Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden have, um, uh, ahead of them. They have a, a large and very swift agenda. Um, And um, taking office in this time with a global pandemic and the economic crisis that we have um, is going to be no small task. But I do believe that if anybody can do it, it is definitely uh, the two of them with the wealth of knowledge and experience um, that they both bring to the table. I feel as though America is finally in good and proper hands. So I thank you for tuning in to Just the Facts. This is your host, Tasha Bryant.